Hello and welcome to K-Pop Companion, where each week we'll take a deep dive into one Korean pop song, why I like it a lot, and how you can branch out from there. In this season, we'll be covering 12 songs. I am your host, Evan Walsh. Before we begin this week, I want to give a quick shout out to Riley, maybe the youngest fan of K-Pop Companion. It means a lot to me that you're listening, and I hope you keep enjoying not only this show, but your lifelong journey with music. This episode is about Every Day, a song released by Winner on April 4th, 2018. Winner is a boy group that debuted on August 15th, 2014 with five members. One member, Taehyun, left the group in November 2016, so four remain. They formed via the reality show Win, who is next. They won the show as a team, ergo, they were named Winner. They're known for their laid-back music and their diverse early catalog. Today's song, Every Day, is off of their second studio album, which is also titled Every Day. Now that you know all that, let's listen to the beginning. It's just a quick little intro there, but the tropical vibe is here. I'm really wanting it to be summertime here. Uh, Maybe that's why I picked this song. For this week, uh, it's been very rainy and, and dismal here in Indiana. Uh, and I, I just want it to be warm and sunny and not uh, gray all the time. So you get that vibe immediately from the jump. And uh, you've got those pitched up vocal ad-libs in the background and a, a very relaxed tempo here at the very start. You can practically feel the sun and the sand in just these few moments we've heard so far. So, let's see how that continues throughout the verse. And balloons, honey bee, honey bee, go, yeah. Got children gone, only one, that's you, yo. Oh, wait, not now, I don't go with you, yeah. So it's keeping that simple synthesizer line from the intro, but it's adding this glitched out sort of snare beat uh, on top of it. And Mino has got this kind of almost call and response with him himself. Uh, at the beginning, and then the bass drum comes in, the kick drum comes in, and it goes from the call and response style to double time, essentially going twice as fast uh, as the tempo of the song. And uh, it's not overwhelming, though, because it is a very, very laid-back song, so even though he's going twice as fast, it's still... You don't feel like the intensity has been, you know, increased by that much. Uh... You know, I I love those kinds of tempo changes uh, in vocals and having it happen here right in the middle of this verse. Incredible. Very good. Uh, It's keeping the laid back vibe, but it is adding some variation to keep our ears interested. So let's see what happens in the pre-chorus. Oh, 
I love the different vocal textures on display here, the, the different styles. It's one of the things I truly love about Winner's music, and if you listen to more of their stuff after this, uh, keep an ear out for that. So, this song does use a lot of autotune. Uh, autotune is used in music. It's software that automatically corrects the pitch of audio and is commonly used in our vocals, but can be used on instruments. Uh, you know, let's not sell autotune short. But here it's being used or abused in a way to distort the vocals, make them sound unnatural. You know, in pop music, generally autotune is being used in a subtle manner. I mean, if you're keeping an ear out for it, you know, you may disagree with the subtle nature of my uh, assessment, but it's generally not meant to sound robotic or, uh, yeah, synthesized in a way, but that's how it's being used here. Winner is not going for subtlety, and that's great. I love the autotune effect. I say, you know, use autotune to your heart's content. Uh, if you look up what people have said about autotune, you can find various artists that say, you know, it's bad, it's ruining music, and there's a, I think there's a campaign called Live Means Live that's essentially artists saying, if you come and see me, I'm not using autotune, I'm not using a backing track. And I think autotune is being used typically to ensure, you know, that a performance lives up to the audience's standards. Um, so if people didn't expect it to sound just like the album, then you wouldn't need to use autotune. You could then counterpoint with, well, if an artist was as good in real life as they sound in a studio, you wouldn't need it. But I'm not interested in having that discussion. <laughs> I just, I think it's great. I think using autotune in this song was a good decision and I'm just, I'm a, I'm a sucker for that sound. Uh, other than the vocals, uh, which I have now gone on too long about, uh, I like the big synth hits that are happening here. I think this is the first time in the song they're happening. There's just big, booming, dramatic synth hits. Uh, it's not happening the whole time, which is good. And you've also got a building hi-hat pattern here in this pre-chorus. So we're going to hear more auto-tune, we're going to hear more booming synth, and even more in the chorus. So you've got those same big synths going on here, uh, but it's still happening in this very laid-back chorus that has this huge sound. You know, it's it's really bouncy and fun. Uh, but if you listen to it, you're like, wow, this mix is really full. Like, there's a lot going on. It's very, very warm-sounding. But if you try to, you know, get the vibe of it at any point, you're like, yeah, this is really simple. Um, but if you just sort of step back and really appreciate everything that's going on, the, the focus is really the vocals here. 
I mean, it's it's obvious the vocals are the main instrument in a lot of pop music, but uh, I think it's being used to great effect here. You don't need huge, you know, booming hip-hop drums. This is a very sort of chill track. Uh, and you don't need a lot of crazy synthesizer stuff. You know, this isn't being played at a festival to, you know, get a huge crowd going. It's just, it's for listening with your, your friends. You know, sitting on a beach, sitting on a porch, sitting on a balcony, doing whatever. Just feeling the wind, feeling the sun. Yeah, it's just, it's a vibe. That's what this song is selling, is a vibe. And I like that each line at the beginning here is ending with a, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it contributes greatly to that laid-back vibe. And, uh, you know, you get every day, day, every, every day. Uh, Very simple, very repetitive, but uh, it's good. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't have it on this show if I didn't like it, but I didn't think it was good, right? Anyway... We'll talk more about the chorus later, but for now, I want to talk about this second verse. So let's listen. So it flows right from the chorus into the verse. There's barely any transition. And that's fine. They don't need it. Uh, The energy did not increase so much going into the chorus that we cannot come back down to where the verse is. I think they're going for less of that peaks and valleys, you know, roller coaster feeling that you can get with a pop song and just. Yeah, more of just a light, hilly journey through this. Uh, You've got a little repetitive synth bit that's lightly sitting there in the background, and you can only hear it if you're really listening to it, and it gets even less, uh, you know, less noticeable in the second part of the verse. But uh, I think it's worth worth hearing, it's worth catching, because I like it. It's just a nice little repetitive, you know, uh, almost electric piano uh, kind of thing going on. But this does mirror the structure of the first verse and that you get a slow beginning and then a double time ending. However, the double time segment uses a more intense beat and you probably caught that immediately. I don't need to tell you, but I do want to say it because it's good. There's some glitched out vocals that almost sound like a retro video game kind of 8-bit synthesizer sound. And uh, that was a nice little touch. It wasn't through the whole verse, but for that little bit there, mm, very good. There's also uh, a cash register sound, <laughs> which is kind of cheesy. Uh, it's not the only cheesy bit in this song, uh, but I I love it. You know, the song is not taking itself too seriously. It's not trying to be a, a ballad or this huge grandiose love song. But uh, yeah, go ahead. Throw a cash register sound in there. <laughs> uh but the, the verse does ratchet up the intensity a little higher than the, the first verse did. And, it, you know, we're coming to uh, maybe a more intense version of this song now. So let's see how that energy level affects this pre-chorus. 
So it is basically the same pre-chorus, but the delivery is a little more intense. I don't know if you noticed that on some of the lines. There was a little more emotion and a little more energy in uh, in the lines. And it feels like it's slowly turning things up over time. Uh, you know, they're trying to keep that laid back vibe, but they're just slowly, you know, the, the curve of the song's energy is just gradually climbing up here. It started going up with that second verse and now we're going up and up and up. Uh, there's lots of background vocal work going on here. You know, Winner only has four members. If you talk about K-pop groups, you know, you get to the point where you're sometimes having 9, 11, 13 members in a song, and that's kind of wild <laughs> to think about. You know, coming from the Western world of music, having that many vocalists and not having it be like a choir or, you know, some sort of ensemble thing going on where not everybody has uh, solo bits. Um, it is kind of wild. So four people is easier for us to uh, grasp uh, with we'll say modern western pop music but they're using the four members here uh really effectively everybody's getting their their time to shine and uh it's only going to get better here in this next chorus we still got a chorus a bridge and another chorus so get excited and we'll listen to this So in the chorus, they're talking about how as they spend time with who they're singing to, they keep finding new things to appreciate. Each day is n new and they need to create a whole new day just to fully appreciate the person that they care about. You know, it's a very, it's a sweet song. It's a sweet sentiment. Uh, there's a huge vocal flourish between the two parts of the chorus that's so cheesy that, you know, rising uh, auto-tuned, uh, you know, improvisation, we'll say ad-lib almost. Uh, and everything drops out. And then you just get those synth hits on, you know, it goes every day, day, every, every day. I mean, yes, <laughs> it's good. <laughs> those big hits, they almost sound orchestral in nature, almost like big, you know, uh, brass instrument hits. Uh, this is a, this has been described as a chill trap song. I don't know enough about the specific subgenre of chill trap. But uh, the horn or synthesized horn sounds are very common in trap music these days. And uh, we, we've heard it in, in previous songs. And um, if you've listened to any modern uh, trap and any modern uh, hip-hop-oriented K-pop, you've certainly heard them. And they're used to great effect here, but it's not overwhelming. You don't feel like it's compromising the vibe here. And that's important. I think the vibe 
overall is the most important part of this song. So here at the end of the chorus, we're of course going to the bridge and uh, it's going to change things up because that's what the bridge does. Man, if you didn't know the vocal flourish thing I was talking about, it's there again, right at the end. Super cheesy, super good. Uh, here in the bridge, the emotional piano part is here. It's not an unusual thing in a pop song, but uh, it is almost a callback to Winner's earlier music. They did a lot of ballads and ballad-like music uh, in their initial releases, and then they made a weird turn into kind of a rock sound, and now they're here with uh, some tropical sounds. They uh, definitely change things up. If you like variety, I encourage you to check out Winner's entire uh, back catalog. Um, it's a very sweet song, and at this point, it's almost too rich to handle <laughs> the, uh, the sweetness here. But at the end, it does start to transition back into uh, the trap sound. You've got some more syncing of the vocals and instruments, like those big uh, synthesizer hits uh, from earlier. You've got the hits of that rolling snare drum beat that sync up uh, there at the end. And uh, I love it. I personally love it. And now we've got this final chorus. So let's see where it goes. And there you have it, the end of every day, the big final chorus, so many vocals swirling around, so many ad-libs and auto-tune, everything that makes this song great coming together all at once. It's bouncy, it is fun, it is basically summertime at the beach in a song, and it's super good. And uh, I think they put it out in April knowing that they were setting it up to be, you know, song of the summer, I think, uh... That's something I try to do every year. So I know, what, what is the song of the summer? What is something that sets the vibe for this summertime fun? And uh, in 2018, a case could be made for every day. And I wonder what the song of the summer will be this year. Maybe we'll find out. Maybe I'll talk about it here. Who knows? But in any case, quase. <laughs> but in any case, the question that remains is, where do you go from here? Well, if you enjoy Winner and you want to hear a newer song from them, a newer single that still has a sweet vibe and uh, is also laid back, Millions is what I'd recommend. What a what another fun and bouncy song. Uh, if you want to hear from another group that has a, a similar sweet vibe and isn't going too uh, crazy, 
Um, while not true of all of their catalog, the song's specifically Love Scenario by Icon is uh, really great. If you want to hear from a female soloist that has an explicit uh, tropical theme and uh, is just a nice, relaxing song, could go right in your playlist after every day. CC by Hyolin. <laughs> To hear a song from another female soloist that uh, is a little more intense, a little more dance-oriented, but still laid back and just, you know, summer, just summer vibes. Uh, Sober by Hyo is just so good. And finally, keeping that danceable vibe uh, while just being about good times and also uh, featuring uh, a, f- a verse from So Yan from G Idol. There's keys I want to be. <laughs> With that, we have reached the end of our time together this week on K-Pop Companion. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, any way you want to reach out and talk to me, you have a few options. Your first one is email, podcast at kpopcompanion.com. All of that goes directly to me and me alone. I am the only person working on this show, so know that it comes to me. Uh, you've also got Twitter. That's twitter.com slash kpopcompanion. That's all one word. No punctuation. No weird stuff. Uh, You know, I'll read everything and probably respond to it. Unless you're mean. But don't do that. You can also go to uh, the website, kpopcompanion.com, and learn all about all of our episodes. And I forgot to mention, there's a Spotify playlist with all the songs I've talked about today in the show notes, in the description, in the summary, whatever your podcast client calls it. But you can also find that on kpopcompanion.com. And uh, every week I'm here talking about a song. And if you can tell your friends about it and go to the iTunes podcast directory, search for Kpop Companion or follow the link on our website and leave us a review. 
make it honest, but, you know, hopefully it's positive. And if it's not, let me know how I can make the show better. Um, that sort of uh, grassroots uh, marketing, we'll say, that grassroots sharing of the show is what will help us grow. And uh, I'm looking forward to the second season of this show. I think I'm going to go on the record now. I'm committing to doing a second season. I'm going to see how the show evolves. But hearing from listeners is the best way for me to stay motivated and to know how to make this show the best it can be. So I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode, and I hope you're looking forward to next week's episode for this first season. We are closing in on the last two songs. They are two hugely important, hugely very, very good things I've been looking forward to talking about ever since I was conceiving this show. Well, one of them, uh, the last song, well, that's going to be a fun one. Uh, not last for this show, just last for the season, so don't worry. In any case, I'm Evan Walsh. Thank you for joining me, and I'll talk to you next week.